Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 148 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I have the pleasure of speaking to the funniest couple around. Um, You may have seen them on TikTok or YouTube. They are famous for their fights, but not so much the fights, but more of the resolution and how these two very different, very dynamic individuals. I'm talking about Veronica and Pat Ridge. We are here talking about connections, relationships, and how their concept, also the title of their their show, Learning to Lose, and how that is going to make you a stronger, more resilient, and overall happier person in your connections, in your relationships, and in life. So let's get into it. The Ridges. What's going on, you guys? Um, what's going on is we're like 15 minutes late because Veronica was filming a Olaplex commercial in the shower five minutes before <laughs> the podcast. And then she came down Ten here minutes. and started like yelling at me and getting mad at me because I didn't have this thing open. And I've <laughs> never spoken to you once in my life. No. <laughs> And I'm like, but I've been telling him and telling you him. You haven't been telling me and telling me, right? Like you have told me, but not last night. You didn't. T- uh, last night you told me. You did you did tell me last night? I told you. Yes. <laughs> so like, I kind of slept in. Now you like, see why we missed the last. No, one. but I didn't like. I I didn't. She, you sent me the email of the Zoom link, but you didn't like say, "Hey, could you open it up for me, honey? I'm running late." Honey. Honey. She would never say honey. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, from the shit that I've seen, honey, I don't think that Whoa, like, fits into just, the would equation. Would you get it ready Because I'm running late. Or just, hey, will you open this up? Like, I didn't know you. You just said to me, you're like, you can't spring a podcast on me 10 minutes before. Yeah, I didn't. I, didn't. <laughs> I have to go set up. That's yeah. what you said. I'm ready to go. So what he meant by setting up is getting himself set up. 
set up. Yeah, I'm ready a coffee and a bowl of cereal. All right, whatever. But like, anyways, honestly, our communication's like, great. No, but it it is. No, that's the thing though. Is like it is great because like we tell each other everything and we talk about everything. And as small of a thing as this might be, yeah, like it's important that we like that we go over like what happened. Like, yeah, I fucking just forgot. I didn't set an alarm. I did, I just assumed she would just do it all, you know, ah. which is what I sometimes do it. Like the way I do it all for her when it comes to certain things, you know? Yeah. So like understanding the roles and like understanding who does what and like expecting people to be who you know they are. Mm. is huge but also leaving room for growth you know like and and being honest about where you want someone to grow and what you expect of them you know it's just I feel like a lot of people want to you to read their mind and people aren't right mind readers we have to talk and communicate with love you know totally but don't you think like that expectation and that assumption like doesn't that kind isn't that kind of like cock blocking the growth no like expecting something different from somebody is actually like it's like the definition of insanity right yeah like if i like i can't get into a relationship going oh i hope they become the person i want them to be i have to love them for who they are now faults and all but we can also work towards growth and change but for the longest time i feel like i feel like that's where we get into trouble is like not being happy with each other for who we are and like being like oh one day I'm trying to think of if I'm trying to think of if we ever did that if that was ever a thing with us like you not being happy <laughs> what it's wrong I'm just thinking no I'm just thinking <laughs> Her face is just like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> Deep no, in thought. That's actually not. She's just like legitimately thinking about like that. I love her because she like won't just, she says the truth, you know? Mm. She doesn't like say like, she just doesn't, she's not a bullshitter, you know? So she's going to think, have you ever wanted me to be something that I'm not and been unhappy in the relationship, you know? No, I think I was always in acceptance of you. I don't know if it was like making excuses Mm. or I was just like an understanding. Like I just understood you're different than most. I really like what you said though about like, isn't that blocking the person because we should be pushing each other to grow, but like, yeah being happy with who we are is so like finding the good in like life and situations and people is like so important. It's so important. Like there's so many things that we can find that are wrong with like everything and everyone for sure. It just doesn't serve us. You know, I mean, that's what I do automatically is I find fault, but like, I think that's everyone's like everyone's defaulted or everyone's kind of wired to pick out like the negative things, even about themselves. Right. Like we're our own worst critic, but like, it's so easy to find the negative in anything like negative comments, negative reactions. It's just like, so much easier but to find the good like that's which is so like 
fucked up. Like it's so backwards, but yeah. it's so hard it to is. like train ourselves to like look at the positive and or what the positive in a situation is. Um, speaking about positive situations, how long have you guys been together for now? 16 years. <laughs> think I'm just like, we've been together 18 years. You can't say 16 years forever. Really? 18? <laughs> we started hanging out. Holy shit. We Are st- you sure? No, our marriage anniversary is we've been married for six. No. Oh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> Seven? Yeah. Okay. And we started hanging out when we were 19, and, and we kind of became more official when we were 20. I know. We're getting so fucking old. And now we're 38, <laughs> so that's 18 years. You got sober wow. at 20. Yeah, we've been together for a while. At, you got sober at 20, right? I got sober when I was 21. 21. So we kind of started 21. So 17, 18 years. Yeah. Wow. So you guys have spent your whole like adult lives together. <laughs> yeah and like grown together wow. you know? and, and grown together and, and been there's been a lot of like rough patches but th- that acceptance thing is like big you know yeah definitely how was it Veronica what was it like um, dating and then marrying an addict because you, you Pat you identify as an addict sorry I don't mean to Alcoholism. Okay. I'm a human with like alcoholism. I think alcoholism is like a mind power disease and it has nothing to do with the substance. Okay. The substance. He was just saying the other day how you're bummed it's called alcoholism. The substance was the medicine. Yeah. For the disease. Right. That is alcoholism. Alcohol has no effect on me if it just sits in a bottle, right? Right. It's not my problem in the same way that drugs aren't my problem. The mind is my problem. What ha- the unsatisfiable fault finding mind is my problem. Right. Okay. So <laughs> just, to, just to clarify, you know, cause some people don't like being labeled as like an addict or, oh, I don't give you know, a or shit. sober or anything like that. Yeah. So I like to just, thank you. Know, you. I, I'm you identify I'm as, yeah. Cool. Well, what was it like dating and then marrying uh, an alcoholic? Well, when he first got sober, he he shortly he was in a band pretty immediately. Um, and I was actually I got sober with him for the first five years just because. Oh, no way. Yeah, I was smoking weed in a way that wasn't it wasn't just to relax. It was like to hide because I was insecure and I was smoking till I was like really just you know it wasn't cute um and so yeah I just I took five years off maybe part of it deep down inside was like I really liked him and I wanted to be supportive as well but yeah I definitely was like yeah I'll take the break too um so it was easy in the beginning because I was doing it with him and then he was in the band and touring and traveling and around booze and alcohol so it wasn't like booze Booze. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. It's like your dad. I know. It's like your dad. And to be clear, like I never really drank. You yeah. know, I don't. Okay. I can't drink. I don't. I'm, I took pills. Uh, you know, just so people. And weed. Yeah. Yes. So, um, are you an alcoholic? No. I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, addict. I'm an yeah, I don't think she is. Is it still for debate? This many years later. I mean, the jury's sort of still out. Kind of, but not really. I mean, people on TikTok would I'm definitely completely ignore me. Anyways, yeah. so you asked me a question. So then 
fast forward years, like then I started using, using again. And, um, it's great. I'm grateful that he's that way because he has the, the steps. I think everyone would be a better person if they did the steps and like live by that. Yeah. Um, and it seemed at times he would use his alcoholism to, to his advantage, like mm. to win an argument or to like throw a little baby temper, you know, just King baby shit. He'd be like, oh, I'm yeah. an alcoholic. Like it kind of started like it. I'm grateful for it because I always have a sober driver. I don't have that same, like there's some relationships that they fight because they're both using. Um, yeah. And like the guy he was when he was using, cause we did used to get high together was he was a weirdo and that was difficult. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine how toxic it could have been if, if he's still, so I'm grateful for that, um, that he is sober, but at times I'm like, you're such a liar. You're not like tempted to get high. You're just using that. I could never really say that to him. Cause I'm like, okay. And I know when, when shit is gnarly and it's legitimate and it's real. And then I'm like, okay, hide everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys have been together for so long like it isn't it hard not to like not know each other or like not call each other on each other's shit I mean that's kind of part of being in a relationship but holy cow like those years especially like being that young like those are really pivotal years in your life oh yeah yeah like you can't really you can't really bullshit each other at all no so like that's why we don't even try don't yeah. don't bother just and also like we're very i think this is important i just had a situation with one of the people in my sober living mm. who like smothered this girl to death because he's not whole yet and i think it's important that we're both whole and independent and like okay without each other and that's another area we get into trouble with on tiktok because i think there's so many unhealthy codependent relationships and we're like oh yeah like we're like literally like and i think that's part of the reason that we've made it as long as we have is we're like doing our own thing and like there'll be times where she'll go i mean we won't even talk to each other like we'll she'll go on the road or i'll go we'll go out of town and we won't even talk to each other because we're like yeah, we've already, I've been talking to you for 10 years. Like, we're good. I'm good. Like, do your thing. Like, I'll do my thing. Like, we'll see each other. We get back. Like, yeah. friends, you know? And like, yeah. we don't need to, I feel like a lot of that, like keeping, I, I wonder how much of that keeping tabs shit is like. Insecurity. Yeah. Like insecurity yeah. or like keep, it's like, dude, dude. And, and I'll have, the thought will cross my mind because we're in like an open marriage. I mean, but okay. like not really, but like not really, but like, I mean, what that, wait, wait, what does that mean? Back it up. What the hell does not really mean? It we're in an open we're, relationship, but not really. It means that we're free and that it wouldn't okay. be a deal breaker. And we're just, we don't like that word, like cheating. Yeah. Implies that we're in, we're playing some sort of game. And it's like, if, if, if one if a, if one of us wanted and and needed to do something like that, I would rather talk about like why, yeah, than like throw them away because they did it. 
Now, yeah. like that's a clip right there. I've, I've talked about this before, but, but, but what I was basically trying to say is that like the fact that we're independent and free individually is yeah. how we can be strong together. And also remember I said, like, we don't walk on each other. We walk next to each other. Yeah. I don't even know where you got that from, but that was a good one. You made it up. <laughs> yeah. We're not walking on top of each other. We're walking side by side together whoa has it always been like that though like has there been no. little stages of codependency or yeah whatever you call on, it on my part for sure me too okay. i was super jealous and and insecure but he didn't like in the early part of our relationship he didn't he was obsessed with like his band and like he treated me like shit still because he was yeah. not really like i don't think it was until you like went into prime time or like really started doing steps differently or going i don't know but you were not the no it wasn't till i like you know at the risk of sounding too cliche like i finally learned to lose because i like i was forced to lose what i thought defined me which was my music career and i realized at that moment once God stripped me of like this thing that was like bolstering up my ego, I realized, Oh shit. Like life's not about that. It's about the relationships and she's right here in front of me. Mm. And like, and also I already have everything I need. I already have everything. I, I, I can be satisfied right now. Um, I guess humility is like what be God will force us to get humble. Mm. And then, um, I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023 say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm. These gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. What, what, why am I talking about this right now? <laughs> oh no, but what, where were we? Where were I know. We? You lost it. We were, talk, we're, talking, we were talking about has your relationship always, because you, you know, you oh. guys lead, lead such big lives separately. Oh, right, right. And then has it always been that way or has there been, I feel like you need to either go through codependency or that anxious attachment to realize and come out the other side. Right. So you were talking about, well, like, yeah, he, I didn't feel real love from him until this shift happened. And before that I was like, it was my Oh no, You were talking about the shift. She, this is why I brought that up because she was saying, that there was a shift that happened at some, at, at a certain point with me where I stopped putting external things before her and everything else, because that's what we do as alcoholics. We, we, we remove the drug that makes us feel good. So now all we know how to do is find other outside things to make us feel good. Right. You know, that validation and such. Yeah. So once I lost the thing that was making me feel good, which is like success, 
in the music industry, which is like, I mean, who the fuck doesn't want to be a rock star? You know, that would fix everything. Right. Well, it didn't fix everything. And when I lost it or when I sort of realized this isn't fixing everything, I stopped chasing it and I just sort of took a fucking breath and got present. And my friend was like dying of cancer and he wrote the song learning to lose. And the, the next indicated God, the next indicated step seemed for me to be like to marry her. Cause she was like always there. There's a big year gap. Yeah, but that, that was no. like we didn't get married for like but that four was four more years after that. But I had decided that you were important. But you had also, yeah. but I think at that same time we you, like broke up. Yeah, she also had like sort of. I had like, enough of your bullshit. Yeah, she was like, "I'm good." You're, you're. She kind of broke up with me. Yeah. So I lost her and like the band, and um, you're getting it twisted. But whatever. The point is, that it clicked. You were going on tour with. Yeah, her. but no. But the point is that like losing the out that outside validation like this is important for drug addicts and alcoholics to understand that like no thing will fill me up but i will constantly be i will desperately be searching for that thing but once i get it i have an unsatisfiable mind so i want it and something else so i had felt a shift in him when you actually really go, oh, okay, this person actually loves me now and they're really in, it just yeah. felt different and real. And like, like he could go hook up with someone and they don't, they won't have what we've been through or what we have. And so like I shifted from like jealous and insecure. And I think that time for me being sober too, I got to love myself sober, mm-hmm. not myself with the substance or myself with this or that. Right. And, and just know like, you know what? I am awesome. Like I don't need him you know, or I'm my own person. And if I was to lose him to someone else, like I love him so much. If you love something, you got to let it go. So like it just, and I'll be okay no matter what. And so I think like those two things together is kind of how we were able to have that open situation and trust. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. Yeah, wow. That's a lot. is it i love it i I mean it should be the natural kind of progression in a in a healthy relationship or 
whatever healthy looks like. Yeah, we got pretty lucky. Well, it seems like you guys are really committed to to working and willing to be there for each other. Yeah, you know what it is, is I got really lucky. Well, another crazy thing is, is that she was sober for five years. Can we talk about learning to lose? Yeah. Yeah. And how that kind of came about. Oh, you're Canadian? Yeah. (laughs) I love love Canadian. Oh, it was the about. Yeah, I just (laughs) love that your accent just came out. Um, Sorry, I I just, uh, I just, the thing about being lucky, I'm realizing is that I just always valued therapy even before I got sober. And I've been seeing the same therapist for over 20 years. And I think that that really, really helped like shape. I valued emotional health and intellectual health always from a young age, even before I got sober. Why? I don't know. I think I just always realized that like, if you're not mentally stable and emotionally stable like you're never going to be happy even if you have a lot of things so i i think i brought that into the relationship and i think probably there were a lot of times where you're like oh enough already like we're just talking 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 no i'm saying like talking (laughs) like whenever like why are we always talking about like everything you know what i'm saying (laughs) i feel like i i'm the bad guy in a lot of situations for wanting to like talk and get to the bottom of it and like express the feelings so that like i don't i really don't believe sweeping things under the rug is I ever love, a good thing. And I love sweeping things. <laughs> but it's, but, 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 but like there we were like five, 10 years into the relationship and she's like realizing that she doesn't know how she feels or she doesn't know how to talk about how she feels. And she's got weird things going on deep down inside of her that she doesn't understand. And they're coming out like sideways or she's eating and she's like, Oh, everything's fine. But like, but like, I can go from zero to 60 and be screaming at you because like I have this compound resentment that I don't, I haven't really talked about. I've just been sweeping it under the rug. So talking about every little thing I think is important to like clean both people's sides of the streets, you know, and tie that into learning to lose. Well, learning to lose is, yeah, that's our brand that I feel so honored that she like, she's like 50% of that. And, and at first it was like, me just trying to figure out a way to like package like this idea, which is like strength and vulnerability and like honesty and like. Well, it started from, he said already earlier, his friend wrote the song. Who who she was really close to also, you know, and and then he died of cancer. The song was like, I used it on like a, a, a trailer for a movie I was trying to make about um, a sober companion and a failed musician. Um, and I made this like trailer and like I shot a bunch of scenes for this movie and that was going to be called Learning to Lose. And like the message of the film sort of revealed itself through the song, I, me using the song and me realizing like that when this kid like, lo- it was sort of like a movie based loosely on like my story if I never got sober. Yeah. Um, and then I think we just started like fighting on TikTok and it was like yeah. through the loss of like the fights became wins. 
Yeah, like just, just kind of like just exposing our flaws, like exposing yeah. our shit was really helpful to a lot of people. Yeah. Like yeah. there was a time that I felt like really solid in my fitness and eating. And I'm like, that's not fair for people to just be like, oh, look, I feel like all you see on social media typically is like how easy it is for that person to like work out and get fit. And like, that's not my case. Like sometimes yeah. I'm my body hurts or I'm tired or I binge for like months, right. <laughs> you know, like one day on one day off. Like it's, it's not, I, I, I lose, you know, at times or for me, it could be like stomach pain or I have this gallbladder thing, but then I grow and become a better version each time I fall off. I know? literally think that it's like, I, I literally think that that like concept and that, this idea could like help the world so much because like we are so hard on ourselves when we fuck up. Like even just right now, I'm thinking about like Like going to the gym. Well, yeah. And then this whole cancel culture shit is just like, it's just crazy. Like there's no room for mistakes. Yeah. As soon as a celebrity fucks up, it's like, can we just cancel them? It's like, yo dude. That's not how you make the relationships work. No. <laughs> that's it's how, not how society works. Like that's, you can't well, just also, like, someone off the island here. Like what the hell is this? Well, if people know, still held crazy. him to who he was before he got sober. Yeah. Where would he be? You know, he's a different, like some people were the worst addicts or alcoholics and are the most amazing people in society now. Yeah. Oh, I so was a full blown asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> definitely <laughs> but it's like but it's like it's like through hitting that bottom you sort of became motivated and you were forced to like grow and you and you're continuing to be forced to grow through the pain and loss and whatever mm-hmm. so it's like but if you can't learn to like use that as a way to move forward and grow then you're going to like run from it and give up and like let the shame overwhelm you and that can be applied to eating and health, yeah. but it can also be applied to like sobriety and just personal growth for any person. I think it can be applied to literally anyone. If you look at anyone's situation, like any kind of decision, right? Like everyone is terrified to change because there is something that they could lose or they think they could lose. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, like even like changing jobs or something like, well, I could lose my money and then I could lose my house and then I could lose my kids, lose my car, lose, 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 lose. It's like, fuck, I'm just going to stay where I am. Yeah. Plus it's like (laughs) sort of a punk rock. Like when, when, when like uh, square people or like successful people, like my family, like my parents, like when my stepmom hurt my step, when my dad and my stepmom heard that phrase Mm. they were like they're like big trump people that they were like wait that's weird why would you name it that like what do you mean like lose why would you want to put lose yeah like for me it's like the gentleman loser like punk rock like the first shall be last and the last shall be first like it just has a dope like ring to it and like um we fucking own that phrase i love it I think it I think could it's like, so great. Be, I think it could be like big, you know. Yeah, definitely. So, 
what, what kind of like encompasses learning to lose? You, you mentioned a podcast. There's like, I know there's videos. There's like your guys' TikTok of you, your relationship and you fighting. Um, what else is it? What else does it in, include? Do I touch Merch. Veronica's okay. making like sports bras and like. Um... When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Socks. <laughs> um, I always need socks. Yeah, I really wish that she could do the podcast more. But I mean, you know, podcasts, as you know, they're they're really really hard to get to get like going. You know, um, I mean, uh, yeah, it's the it's it's the podcast, like the hashtag. I think the hashtag, like the show. The YouTube show. Oh shit, dude! The show. Is <laughs> yeah. Really learning to lose with the ridges. The ridges. This this is show that I put like way too much into. <laughs> it's just weird, like spending all this money and like dedicating all this time on like long form content for YouTube that doesn't do nearly as well as like, you know, a five second video or like a 20 or 30 second video of her like screaming at me. So about like the real learning is in those videos. Yeah, those episodes are like really like powerful. Yeah. I think that's the, the meat of learning to lose. Yeah. Like, I don't even know you, you probably haven't even seen the, the show on YouTube. Have you? I, I have. Yeah. I've watched a couple episodes. They're fantastic. Oh, okay. Thank it's you. Just, yeah. It's just, it's so annoying. And I totally understand what you guys mean about like, you know, like yeah. the little clips are getting like way more hits than like yeah. something that's 15, 12 minutes. But it's so, I mean, I, I'm like a long format type person. Like I'm like a movie person. Like I'm down for two hours. Like, yeah, give it to me. Um, but I mean, I don't know why that is. Like, is, do you think it's like just society and the way shit is moving and what's the, the popular right now? I'm oh, you? the quick. Yeah. My attention spans like. Yeah. There's just too much. There's too There's much. There's a lot of shit out there. There's a lot of stuff going on out there. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like ADD. I don't know, though, because, like, it, the show is more popular than the movie now. And mm. the show is a lot longer. So, I don't know. It's just, um, it's it's hard to figure out. I think that you just have to be consistent. And, you know, we're working on the next episode. Wickham's sitting here across the table from us. You're, you're on episode eight. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, and it's good. Tim's fucking having sex on the on the carpet here when we're in Costa Rica, about to come home. And Veronica's like mad at my partner. And I'm getting ready to open the house. You know, so we're still trying to like make, keep the show going. You know, it gives us a, the show really gives us a chance to talk about, it gives us a chance to kind of tie together the bigger story and the bigger picture like we can talk about each TikTok video or the big ones. And like, I mean, even if the show is just that, like us talking about the big TikTok videos and tying together everything, then that's like, that would be, I think long-term goal, it would be like a meet and greets or like retreats or events where you have your AA, your speaker, like here's a meetings or like workout motivational, just really helping people with like the mind part of that. Cause like I have lost and gained weight so many times in my life. This is the first time I've, it's been four years and I've held on and been progressive, but it's like the mind part of it you have to work on. So just to be able to help people and same thing with sobriety, I'm sure how many people have had long, you know, bouts of sobriety and then, yeah, that would be dope if we could, yeah. like, take it on the road and, like, do, like, Q&As and, like, you know, I could talk and we could bring some of the people from the house and we can make, like, an event out of it. Dude, that why don't you do cool. live podcast recordings? Yeah, Ooh. whatever it is. I, well, I mean, we can't do anything because we literally lost pretty big on the last – we tried – so this is a good example of, like, what it takes, okay. right? So, like, we just did – we just did our first meet and greet and it was like, you know, some girl flew out from Arizona and like this family, this this couple showed up, but like we got 70 RSVPs. Yeah. Which we were like, all right, cool. If like 50 people show up, that'll be cool. You know? And, but like nobody showed up. Cause it was our haters. What are you talking about? Like, what are you even... There was Pope. How does that even make sense to you? Can you help him understand? Help me understand. So, one of the hater pages, they made, they posted the RSVP link, and they're like, we should all sign up and not go. Okay, cool. So what? Kind of like the Trump rally. That doesn't stop people from going. All that does is raise our expectations. Right. Right. Which yeah. doesn't, which has nothing to do with... Well, that's why you, it, it felt with like attendance. A, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's annoying. Wait, that's, that? oh, so you just recently found this out? No, I knew that. I didn't know. You never said that. We, we, how did you find that up? When, when? Uh, did I tell you like last week? Yeah, last week. Yeah. Okay, so you found that out last week. Like no, after no. the event happened. Yeah. So we didn't know at the event. Yeah. But we were speculating. No. So we have like that many people. That's hilarious that you guys have a hater page. Like, like that's kind of flattered. No, we have, like, I'd, be, no, I'd be flattered. 
No, you don't, no, 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 no. no, you don't understand. It's it's pretty bad. Because like really? why? It, it would be one thing if we were just like um influencers, you know, but I have yeah. a sober living and they're uh, trying to shut my sober living down uh, and they've called like you know, the health department, I've had cops show up to my house. What? And they've, yeah, they, they've, they've, um, they've sent videos to this Facebook ethics page, this ethics in, in recovery. They're like getting in the way of people actually getting help. It's like really sick. Like, so this Facebook group, ethics in recovery, mm-hmm. um, ethics in recovery, I think they're called so they they really like bashed us in this facebook group because these these people on tiktok like yeah like everybody's out for blood you know like everybody's looking for somebody to villainize it's mainly because uh you know aa and the public eye and that's a lot of that changed with covid and zooms but like i think well most people don't like him when they first meet him just from my experience like he you don't realize how soft he is on the inside until you really get to have conversation because he's loud and abrupt and whatever. But I think yeah. the biggest thing for a lot of the people in that hater group is they're sober and they're That's old. so crazy that they're, they wasted all this energy yeah. getting people to sign up. Well, we, and we RSVP. There's no way to know. So wait, they, what did they write on the page? They said, we should all RSVP and not go. Like Anyways, I know you had mentioned something I mean, about people dating and can you fucking believe that shit sobriety i mean that's really shitty i'm sorry to hear that guys no doesn't make anyone feel good we essentially had the same amount of people show up that we did when we went to blockbuster in bend oregon with like 24 hour notice we were like come meet us there it was the same end result but it was really good for the morale of the sober living and it was good practice it makes like when that happened it kind of made me want to like fall back but like that would defeat the whole learning to lose idea so so we like gary v would say just like keep pushing forward and and even if you help one person that i mean i have people messaging me tell me they've lost like 60 pounds since they started following me on tiktok that's insane that's life-changing for sure yeah but the other point was is that we lost the event. The event was a failure. And yeah. we thought of just like the thought of like throwing in the towel yeah. occurred to us because like learning to accept a loss is very difficult. But like if you're not doing it for the wins and the loses, if you're doing it because you love to do it, then you're going to always be successful yeah you win every time yeah or yeah um do you guys have any advice so a a kind of a pain point that our community has is dating in sobriety do you have any advice or tips to anyone who is looking for a relationship or who is like sober and looking for a relationship like get humble like humility just be fucking humble. Like bury your fucking pride for five minutes. Like stop like being so selfish. Like it's not all about you and your needs, you know, like love is selfless. I was trying to explain this to Oleg last night. He doesn't seem to understand this, which is like people think that love is like, (laughs) 
<laughs> see him in the background. He's selfish. <laughs> yeah. Letting somebody do what they want to do, like letting them be wanting them to be happy. I honestly, even after 18 years later being with her, like, I don't know if I'm fully capable of that because I'm narcissistic and I'm selfish and I'm self-centered. The idea, if she told me tomorrow, like, look, I want to leave you and this is what's going to make me happy. Can you support me? Like, I don't know if I'd be able to do that. But that's what love is. Love is like, oh shit. Like, what do you want to be happy? Like, okay, let me like, let me help you. I feel like I probably could. It would be really hard. But love isn't like, no, like, that's going to hurt me. And my feelings are what are most important. So no, you can't do like, that's not love. Like, right. But we are so fucking scared. And our feelings are so important. We want people and places and things to change around us so we can feel better. And that's like the whole thing. Stop being so selfish. And, and have a little bit of humility and like, I think also to like, it's interesting when you date, like, I think a lot of people get sober and so then they look for someone sober instead of yeah. like, Oh, I can also, cause that can get really toxic yeah, and gnarly. And I don't think that's always just because you're sober doesn't mean. So like a lot of people on TikTok give us a lot of shit, like, Oh, I can't believe Veronica's at the house. And he's like, no, you coexist once you're yeah you know the sober living once you have time like you you coexist with each other and i remember early on in our relationship like you know when like a girl's on your period and the guy and you're fighting and you're like what are you on your period like my version to him would be like you need to go to a meeting you know like i would always kind of say that and now like i realize there's more supportive ways to be like hey is everything okay (laughs) you know not like you should go to a meeting you know throwing that using that against him or throwing that in his face right yeah checking in like and out of love not like throwing the past in, in his face or anyone else's face basically unsolicited advice yeah everyone's really good i think yeah (laughs) I think we're fucking good with unsolicited advice for the rest of eternity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one more question for you guys to anyone who is sober or thinking of getting sober. Um, any advice to, to them on their journey? I mean, I think it's just the same thing. Like stop being so fucking selfish and self-centered and, 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 and bury your pride and have a little humility, you know, like ask someone for help. You're not that like important or special or unique. Like, I think that's what prevents us from asking for help is our fucking pride. Mm. And if you want to get sober, you need to bury that shit and get help and be just like one of the fucking, you know, worker amongst workers. And just, I just think that's the problem is we think that we're like, you know, we're terminally unique. We're special. We're different. Uh, It's like, just be like, just be like everyone else, you know? Yeah. Terminally unique. That's right. That's an interesting Interesting fa- phrase. You, you I never, I never heard that right? before. Yeah. Oh, pff, totally. Like, 
I the, like I'm so <laughs> unique. I'm gonna just die for my fucking just like ego. You know, have you heard edging God out? Ego, ego, edging God out. Like, uh. yeah, like ego is like it's it's separate. Like like it's separation from. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm constantly trying to separate myself from everyone and, and be unique and be different. And, and, and yeah, the goal is to find like the oneness and like the commonality and like the love, you know, we're all, we all share a lot of different struggles and similarities. And um, I think alcoholics want to, we just want to be special and, and, and different and and it's it it prevents us from being able to reach out and be like i can't fucking do this you know yeah yeah veronica? we can't we, we can't do this alone sorry go ahead yeah definitely uh veronica do you have any advice to anyone who is dating an alcoholic or someone who's like abusing alcohol yeah i would say i think in the beginning i would always try to make sure he was okay. I'd walk on eggshells for him. And I was so wrapped up in like his needs. I forgot about myself and my needs. So I'd say, Mm. um, you know, like when we would fight, even his therapist would say like, I can leave the situation for 30 minutes and come back, you know, with a more calm mind. So it's like, just don't forget about yourself. Yeah. Um, If you continue to put yourself first I think it's like any like not in a selfless like you still want to be selfless and like understanding and compassionate it's like I can see that you need to do the things that serve you or help you and right now we're just like buddy buddy I'm here I'm here for you when you come out or I'm here for you and any needs but like not to forget about yourself and end up in kind of like toxic um situations where you're just like chasing them because you're like like I would, I feel like there would be times, I guess now I'm remembering that I would be so afraid he was going to get high or use or mm. leave me or something that I'd like, like hold on tight. And that's not, it's, I guess, kind of in theme of everything we've been saying is to be yeah. next to each other and not on top of each other. Totally. Not, not throwing yourself away for someone else. Yes. yes. That makes sense. Which is so easy to do. Yeah. So easy to do. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, you guys. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your experiences and knowledge. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. You're awesome. How great are Veronica and Pat? What could you gain from learning to lose? As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, leave your feedback about the podcast. We love to read your comments. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Sober Girls Guide and head to asobergirlsguide.com for downloadable workbooks, tips, tricks, how-tos, and sober girl swag. We keep you lock stocked and loaded at every stage of your recovery journey. Head to asobergirlsguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.